0: I'm so excited. Um, Thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being willing to share your recording with all of us. And how can I help you today?
0: I, first off, I just have been feeling like I'm listening to myself a little bit more. And I just am curious if I really am more in tune or, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, what they're telling me is that your listening is really coming from your body. It's like your body is telling you slow down, speed up, rest, or left, right, or whatever. Versus, I think for, they're saying for younger, when you were younger, you thought that your listening would come from outside of you. like Like you'd be hearing something from outside of you telling you to go left. And so now that you've kind of anchored into your body's experience, it's just opened up your intuition so much more interesting so that's what they're they're affirming for you that yes you are listening more and it's like something has just clicked that that the listening comes from inside of you rather than outside of you
0: wow Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is my boundaries with my family uh more specifically my dad and just kind of check in with how that how I'm um, navigating that and as I just I'm really struggling as my kids are getting older and wondering if I'm doing the right thing showing them what healthy boundaries look like and how we don't allow certain people or behaviors around us or if I'm making a mistake
1: and not letting them know their grandparents. Yeah. There's going to be grief either way, is what your guides say. They say you're getting a little bit hung up in the in the grief of the fact that the grandparents not around. Um, <clears throat> in this path where you've chosen a healthy boundary and healthy relationships, there's grief. In the other path, there's grief and trauma and stress. <laughs> yeah. So they would advocate that you stay the course that you've chosen. Um, this is always a free will decision. It's not something where your guides are going to be like, this is what you should do. Um, okay. but just to give you the, the full spectrum of, yeah, you could choose to have a closer relationship with your father, but it's not going to be healthy. It is going to be trauma, trauma inducing at some points that you won't be able to predict. Um, and so it's like, you're going to have grief either way, but one way. It's just the grief, of not being able to have the relationship you want. And the other way, there's the added stress and trauma. And um, they say the only thing to remember, and it feels it feels like you know this, it's not like something you don't know. Um, but the only thing to remember is just that, to just acknowledge, yeah, it is sad. I wish it was different.
0: Of course okay. it's sad, you know. Um, and it's sad. Sorry, that's not the right word. It's
1: it's complicated on your dad's side of things. And so that's it's perfectly put. Yeah. So it's easy to kind of get lost in that complication and that like complexity, but on the parenthood side of things, it's not complicated. It's either healthy or it's not healthy. Yeah. It's either beneficial or it's not, and it's not. Um, and so they say when you feel like you're kind of spinning out in the but what if, or maybe this time, or like just all those layers of complexity? It's like the complexity only exists when you're thinking about it from your dad's point of view.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Okay. okay. That was good. Um, yeah. I, I think my other, I have wondering about my purpose outside of my family, you know, becoming a mom in the past two years so many things have shifted in wonderful ways. And also the questioning of my worth and my purpose outside of my family. So, you know, we're raised so long thinking we're doing this thing and then I have a kid and everything changes. And um, I just, I feel very fulfilled and very happy in, in my um, role as a mom. And also, sometimes I get really sad just thinking, like, am I contributing contributing enough to our family? family? Am I showing showing our kids this this is a good example? example. Or am I not? Like, should I be doing more? How do people work and raise kids? Um, And just kind of wondering, is there something else down the road for me? And how do I kind of just
1: be really affirmed in my choice? Right, right. There is so much good stuff about this question. I'm so excited to dive in. Um remind me of your kids' ages.
0: Hudson is 3. Sorry.
1: Right, <laughs> we'll just out two. Okay, sorry. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought you were still like in the little hmm. phase. I just wanted to confirm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so what they were showing when you were talking about sole purpose is they were sh- they were showing me like this little sailboat just like tugging along on its path and then the um it's like you had kids and that sailboat just kind of capsizes and it's not like that's actually what happened because the kids are very much a part of your soul purpose, but that's what it felt like. Yeah. Like, it's just like, Oh my God, I'm underwater. Like, how did I get underwater? Mm-hmm. Um, and your soul took some time to adjust to like motherhood being the thing that we're doing. Yeah. Like, this is the thing that we're doing right now for you this is lovely. This is lovely. There's a lot of people, me included, that cannot be a full-time mom. Like there's people that just cannot do it, but you're great at it. Thank you. You're great at it. And you're right. You're right where you're supposed to be for now, for now. So they want to affirm your decisions. Like this is not like a, oh, I should be having a nine to five that I only do at night that where I can just squeeze everything in. Like this is not one of those things. Okay. your your job is your family for now in terms of soul purpose the i mean those of us that choose to become parents we have different layers of how that expresses in terms of soul purpose so for you one of the kind of shining star aspects of you being a full-time parent is that you are healing your family and what they say is like you're breaking generational patterns between your parents your grandparents your great-grandparents to your kids like you're the thing that's going oh we're not going to do that anymore we're going to do this other thing so that's part of what's happening with you being full-time the other thing is um your oldest your oldest really needs a strong foundation And you're giving that to him. And if you had not chosen to be a full-time parent, he wouldn't have that same foundation and your future years would be much harder.
0: I can see that. My husband says very often.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, sometimes we feel like if our sole purpose is wrapped up in other people needing us, it feels like we're not actually giving of ourselves independently. There, yeah. It's a weird thing where because people need us, it feels like we didn't choose it. Um, but you absolutely chose it. You okay. absolutely chose I love it that. before you had kids, and once you had him, this was a very conscious decision.
0: It was. I, it was very, very intentional. intentional. Lots of thought, planning to make it possible. Right, and I, I think this is a reminder that that is it was a choice. I, I really
1: did choose it. Right. Isn't that weird how like, <laughs> because whether it's the business or the kid or or the whatever, but because something needs us, it's like all of a sudden it feels like less of a choice. Yeah. When really? That's just an aspect of alignment. It was like, oh, this is the assignment. And I showed up for the assignment and it's hard, yes. but that doesn't mean it's not my purpose. It just means it's freaking hard.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh man. That's so good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So they do want to say, yes, in the future, your life is going to look different when your kids are not even like kindergarten. I mean, I, I don't even think till your youngest is in second grade, probably that, that your life will look more different than it does now. Um, but I mean, even I'm seeing their first year or two where they're both in school, um, and whether that's homeschool public school whatever that's going to end up looking like for them like you're still going to be parenting is the job that's the job I love it yeah that's the assignment and these kids and I'm not saying that they're difficult kids I just want to be clear for people listening to the podcast because that's not what I'm saying but these kids they came in wanting a full-time parent some kids come in and they want the social and they want the whatever and they want they want different things, but your kids came in wanting for very different reasons, mind you, but they, ca- they came in wanting a full-time parent that is going to have that not constant, but like constant presence for them. Um, for your eldest, it's very grounding. Again, I keep coming back to that foundation with him. Like, it's like, it's grounding. I need this foundation. Yeah. Um, and it's like, he's going to be able to plant his roots because of these early years with you he's he's planting the roots so that he can grow much taller and he's like if if all of our souls were trees like he's the type of tree that needs a really deep root system
0: okay so it was i just, can see it was that so
1: important so important um for your youngest it's less about like is your youngest boy or girl 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 <clears throat> okay it's less about her um her roots and it's more about her understanding of what the world is she wanted to come in and really develop her belief system about the way that the world operates like what is the definition of love how does prosperity and give and take work Um, what are my beliefs about my body and like the two of you together as souls before you incarnated we're like yeah let's do that together let's do that work together so all of that information she's getting from you which is not to put pressure on it but it's like her, <laughs> she's inheriting your worldview different yeah. than than kids that aren't at home full time.
0: I really feel but how you kind of said just different reasons that like our like souls are souls. connected, and for Hudson, yeah, I felt like it was more of a need for his like survival and vitality on this earth, and Harlow, it feels like we've had something in the past before and more whimsical um yeah and just different it's so so interesting
1: yeah it's funny with her because with 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 hudson i keep getting all the things about like the earth and the trees and the roots like i'm i'm feeling they need to be very grounded it feels good to be grounded with her her energy is just kind of everywhere everywhere but, it doesn't necessarily feel like scatterbrained type of no. everywhere. It just feels like that's the way her energy is designed to be. Like she's probably yeah. very um airy of the mind. Like just yeah. Um, and then they wanna just reiterate because we were talking about how, you know, with your daughter, it's about having this connection so that she's learning her worldview from you. And so they wanna jump back to your question about your dad and okay. to say this is a good reason to limit exposure to your dad. Okay. Given what your two kids came in for during this time of this, these precious first few years of life, they've just given you another affirmation of you're, you're, you're making really good, sound, healthy decisions. I
0: feel feel like like this is is reminding me of my sisters sisters growing up up and how I felt like very much. I needed to lead. Them in my path so they could see what they could do and whatever their choices in a job and a relationship and boundaries. And I, I feel like it was like practice almost with my sisters, and now I'm like fully leaning into it as a parent. And yeah, just what you just said is like a explosion in my head of like thinking of this.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. And it it feels to me, not it feels to me, what they're telling me is, but also it resonates with me. But what they're telling me is like, we all come in to work on these things or heal these things. And they're all either cyclical. Well, they are Mm -hmm. all cyclical and they're all patterns. So they're affirming for you. Yes, like you did a layer of this work. With your sisters and now you're doing a layer of this work with your kids at this age and there will be more layers of this work while your kids are in your home and while they're outside of your home and it's like we all have these same themes and then they they blossom into other areas and like it's it's interesting because some of the things that we like themes start off as like lessons or work but they often end up becoming gifts
0: interesting
1: and so the guides don't want you to think that I'm telling you this thing that's really hard that you've had to like hustle to create that's also beautiful. You're gonna have to keep hustling every, you know, every seven years, yes. every 15 years this is gonna come up again. They're not saying that. They're just okay. saying that our souls pick, you know, a handful of things to experience and to work on or to heal. And so so those those things that we pick up on those themes continue to come out. So coming back to speaking of themes, they wanna come back to your soul purpose. Um, you are a generation changer. That's part of your sole purpose. You did it with your sisters, you're doing it with your kids, and that's going to continue to play out for you, where you are creating new patterns. Um, And I'm feeling this, this is really interesting. Um, I'm in the future, I'm feeling a sense of like
0: fundraising.
1: Where it's like, you're a part of creating something, a new system that wasn't there. So I don't know if it's going no, to public there. schools or churches or whatever it is, but it's like, you're going to be a part of a group of people that, that create a new thing. And it's like an obvious thing where it's like, why don't we have a water fountain at this park? And we <laughs> all like something like that, where everybody else is going to be like, why did, why didn't I think of that? This is something we need. Like, it's going to be something like that, where you, you're a part of creating this, this thing for the future generations. So there's part of your soul that is, that's part of your path. Um, And also just in general, part of your soul purpose, you know, people talk a lot about like, it's just to be, it's just to be here. But what does that mean for you? Part of that is what that means. Beauty. You have, I mean, you're a beautiful person. Podcast can't see you, but you're a beautiful person on the outside, but also on the inside, you have this beauty about your soul. And the way that I would describe like what that's feeling like in my body is it's feeling like I have strength. I've had to go through things to build this strength, but I'm not jaded. I still appreciate all the other things that, you know, and I can see the gifts of the things that I had to go through to get the strength. Like there's there's a strength about it, but it, there's also a joy and an appreciation of life about it also. Whereas other people that have gone through those things, there's like, there's an air of like tiredness or of like, I got to be on guard. I should protect other people, that sort of thing. Your soul doesn't have that flavor to it. And so if you had to think of the world as like a giant fruit pie and you want so many berries that are strawberries and so many that are blueberries or whatever, it's like part of the composition of the collective soul is some of our souls are here to bring beauty to life and to remind others of what's beautiful. And you do that just by being yourself. Thank you. So that's part of the gift of your soul. And that's part of your soul purpose that is, is with you in every phase of life. And so your guys just want to give you that so that, you know, it's never like, oh, I'm not living my purpose because just by being you're being, you know, we we'd be short a blueberry, and then we, and then the pie wouldn't be as sweet, you know. It's like just by being, we're we're living part of our our purpose. That's beautiful.
0: That so was yeah, so beautiful. They're, they're thank telling you. me that,
1: that you had questions just about soul purpose in general, not just about this phase of life. And so, you know, let me know if I'm not answering your questions. But...
0: No, that was that was beyond what I could have asked for. So thank you, Amy. Well, what else? We have plenty of time. Yeah. So I don't know, but the past week probably I've been thinking about. Sorry. I don't know if it's because I knew I was going to be talking with you, but. Oh, no, keep breathing. I love tears. I'm a crier. Just keep breathing. Um, when I was younger, I think it's really hard, really hard saying it, saying it out loud instead of just listening to myself in my head. And especially Especially now as a mom, it has really really different different meaning. But when I was was a teenager, I thought a lot about suicide. And I would self harm. And then right before. I got pregnant, and I think even early on when I was pregnant, I started having those thoughts again. Just like, make my life easier. Just stop it. And I don't have those thoughts right now. I'm just processing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel really lost in those thoughts and how sad I am thinking. If I wasn't here you know my kids wouldn't be here and these things that you just shared with me wouldn't wouldn't be able to come to life uh so i just want to ask you how can i kind of process those feelings to
1: move forward yeah yeah this is such a beautiful question and My guides are so grateful that you asked this question because so many people have very intense phases and then have lots of less intense phases where they have suicidal thoughts. It's so common. And so you asking this question is going to be beneficial for everybody. What they want to start with is the first layer of it is releasing our our judgment, our shame, like whatever emotion we have about the fact that we had those thoughts. They say, at the end of the day, the reason why you had the thought, this is true for you, and it's true for everybody. The reason why you're having the thought is because you're human, and that's what human brains do, and being a human is hard. Really hard. It's Yeah, it's really hard. And for whatever reason, our human brain loves to catastrophize it's it's trying to keep us safe. And so it's like, sometimes when we're bored, our brain will be like, well, what would happen if I wasn't safe? Like, it'll just wander <laughs> to this complete catastrophizing space and go off on this loop of like, well, this is what my kids would do. And this is what my husband would do. And everybody would be so sad and I would just be fine. Like, it'll just go there. Our brains just go there. And sometimes our thoughts create patterns. And so sometimes when we start catastrophizing, it's just like, oh, this is what my brain does when I'm bored. Or, oh, this is what my, like, sometimes it's just a thought pattern thing. Sometimes it's a, like, it's a literal, my life is really hard and my brain is so overtaxed that the best idea it can come up with is to just be done. And it's just because I'm tired and my brain is too tired to come up with a better idea. Okay. It's like, I'm just tired and I have a brilliant brain. It's going to come up with a better idea, but right now it's, it's jumping to that one because that's an easy idea. It's a gimme. So that's just, that's step one to just like release any thoughts, judgment, shame that we have about having thoughts. It's normal to have the thoughts. It's cyclical. It could be that things are hard. It could just be that our brains are weird and, and that's all fine. Um, And and the other thing that guides want to just insert here because you use the phrase moving forward and they are going to come to that, but also based on everything they've just said, like this is going to happen again. You're going to have phases again where it's like, dude, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just out, you know? Um, And so to recognize that there's a difference between a brain that is tired, that is giving you thoughts and a soul choice.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: And it can be really confusing because sometimes when we have thoughts, we have way more thoughts than we're aware of. Sometimes our thoughts are just picking up collective energy that's not ours. If we're really empathic, sometimes it is an actual thought. Um, and so no matter how bad or good the thought is, just to remind yourself that there's a difference between what I'm thinking and what my soul is going to choose. And okay. sometimes they're in alignment and sometimes they're not. Okay. And so just to kind of like take the pressure or the significance off of it.
0: That's, That's huge. huge. Thank, you Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um so it's going to happen again, but in terms of moving forward, um It's an invitation for self-love. It's just an invitation for, oh, I must really be tired or I must like really be stressed. So what can I do for myself? I.E., how am I going to get help? Who can I ask for help? Um, And it doesn't and it doesn't necessarily mean I need a therapist. It, It might just mean I need 10 minutes to go for a walk. I need to take a nap. I'm going to try to get a massage every month. Like, it's just like, what's going on for me right now where I need some help?
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was oh, a good was one. Cool. Thank you, Amy.
1: Oh, good. I'm so glad. I I know a lot of people are going to be helped by that because it's so much more common, but it's one of those things people don't like to talk about because we think it's so shameful. And a lot of it's rooted in people that think that you'll go to hell. If, you know, that's not a thing. Um. And the guides, which they're going to insert real quick, if for anybody that actually did commit suicide or has a loved one that committed suicide, they're not in hell. It's fine. Like the worst case scenario, the guides are like, well, that wasn't your best move, but we'll try again. So I just want to put that out there. Um, But for you, there's less concern about whether or not you would ever actually make that decision. And it's much more about like your brain is going, what does this mean? (laughs) like what does this mean i must really be broken or i must like i must not be tough enough or something like your brain's trying to figure out why yes Um, and the why is like dude being a human is hard take a nap (laughs) oh
0: yeah it's just that simple
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and especially especially at the phase of life that you're in it can be very hard to get rest when you're so needed it can be yes. very hard to balance the giving, yes, yeah,
0: you well, feel very um constantly am I making the right choice, am I making the right choice with the season that I'm in right.
1: so. <clears throat> I like we can just put all that to bed <laughs> yeah, and what they um I've shared this to somebody else in a reading, and they said it was really helpful, and they're giving me this image again. Think about some of your thoughts or your anxieties as like luggage that you're carrying around. And it's got important stuff in there, like we put stuff in the luggage for a reason. But just you can give yourself a day. Like put the luggage down and be like, "You know what? I'm just going to not worry about it for an hour." Or or I'm not going to worry about it for the rest of the day. And if I want to worry about it tomorrow, it will still be there. I will pick it back up. But I'm just deciding I don't need to carry this right now. Totally.
0: Oh, I like the luggage image. That'll be something to go to.
1: Yeah. And it literally is. It's that inconvenient weight that you're carrying around that it makes it harder to just be present in the moment because you got to carry this dang bag around.
0: Um, and it's
1: like, listen, I'm, I can I can go to that luggage. It'll be there when I need it. For now, I'm just going to be present. I've made the decision I've made. I'm going to put it down.
0: Yeah. Wow, oh, that's, oh, so, that's good. so good. I, I don't have any
1: more questions. Is there anything else that you're feeling the like angels are wanting to share? Yes. They don't want to give you information. They want you to just have a minute. To, so we're going we're gonna to have a minute, all of us. So let's just close our eyes and breathe. And they want you to feel as if they are pouring like a golden liquid throughout your body
0: and allow that liquid to go wherever it feels led to go. Allow that liquid to settle. It slows your heartbeat. It grounds you. And just allow that liquid to flow throughout your body. Brings all your organs into alignment with one another. It's revitalizing each and every one of your cells,
1: reminding your body that it's divinely connected, to the divine energies all around it to the earthly energies supporting
0: it. Just reminding your body, it thanks for itself, it breathes for itself, it heals itself without direction because it is a divine creation. And in this moment, we just get to be. There's nothing to do, nothing to visualize, just get to be. And know that in this very moment, where you are completely still, that you are a gift to this world. In your nothingness, presence makes the world a better place. And you can gift yourself this stillness. Just allow that gold light to continue to flow wherever it wants to go. In some parts of your body, it may be light. some parts, it may be heavy. while the gold light does the work, you are still. And by taking this time, you've grounded yourself, you've reconnected with spirit, and you've reminded your greatest tool, your body, your nervous system, that you are divinely made, divinely held, nourished, cherish, and guided. All is well. And when we come back from this time, you will breathe a little peaceful. You'll move a little slower. And you will feel more connected with your soul. You'll resonate deeply with that beauty of who you are. And you'll honor yourself for being a person that's able to change pattern that's able to create healthier brighter futures and
1: your guides just want to remind you that you are so loved you have thousands of being guides angels loved ones on the other side supporting you
0: you are divinely connected And now just take some breaths, get back into your body, start to maybe move around a little bit and come back to this time and back to this place. Know that you're loved. And when you're ready, open your eyes. That was so beautiful, Amy. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, it was your guides. They don't know. that in readings, but they did today. So I hope it's helpful.
0: I have no words for how, yeah, that resonates with me and I'm going to take that with me. So thank you. Wonderful.
1: And thank you so much for being willing to share your reading with us. I know there's going to be so many people that get help from it. So thank you for sharing and have a beautiful day. Thank you. You
0: too. too. Thank you. Bye. Bye.